oh yeah, he uh, when Lily divorced Ernest, I was like, she yeah. divorced him. Of course, which <laughs> like of course she did. He was fucking poisoning her, but like. Hello! Welcome back to Credit Crawl, where we talk about new movies and TV shows and give our unsolicited opinions. That's us. Um, I will, I do just want to say at the beginning of the episode instead of the end, because maybe we'll have some stragglers who won't finish the episode and that's okay. Maybe Please? it'll be a long episode like this fucking movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts. Get yes. your friends to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Go back in all of your emails you've ever had. The, that first email that is embarrassing that middle school email that nobody wants. Just no, use it. Nobody wants to use, <laughs> use it. Or rate us an Apple podcast. Then you can. I go should back do on. that. I should use my old one and do I it. I should do rate I, ourselves. I'd I actually never didn't even think about that. But thought about that. What was monkey your, Brat one twenty three. Mine's Monkey Girl three seven zero four. Whoa! <laughs> we were meant to be from the start. Monkey Girls. <laughs> monkey Girls. We're gonna change our podcast oh, name to wow. Monkey Girls. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. But for real, please go rate us an F podcast. We really need to make a TikTok about it because we only need 200. That's really not that bad. Yeah. I think if we post TikToks about it, we could get it. People, you don't even need to listen. You don't even need to listen. Well, you have to listen to this episode because you want to hear us. All right. But like, but. anyway. <laughs> but please listen to us. <laughs> please. But anyway. Um, yes. But anyway. Uh, How have you been? <laughs> I've been good. Um, I did you get a break from work yet? A little bit. That's good. I did text my boss and I told her I'm working too much. Yeah. Um, we're we're trying to hire a new person or two, so that's gonna help. For what hours? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I might I um, could do maybe the mornings. Huh? During the week. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, just as receptionist, just at the beginning, like the front desk. Yeah. I mean. it's... You have to do more salesy stuff. So it's oh, not just like press. I don't want to do that. Never but. mind. I take it back. <laughs> um, I like it though. Every, except that. But I, I think if I have to keep opening Thursday and Friday. Because Thursday and Fridays. Tuesday, Thursdays and Fridays are 4.30 a.m. start. I don't work Tuesdays. <clears throat> if I do, I work 7 to 2. I don't work the opening on Tuesday. There's another girl that does that. But she is in back in school. And so she's been asking not to do a morning and so then I've been put on opening Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Mm. And I think I'm going to ask if I'm working Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wednesday's 545, Thursday's 430, and Friday's 430. I'm going to be like, if I'm opening all three of those days, that's fine. But please don't schedule me anything else. Like yeah, three opening three shifts, is fine. I'll do that. Totally fine. But I don't want to do anything else. Because yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like two days at 430 in the morning, back to back, is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I come home and I take a nap and then I feel groggy when I wake up. And half the day's gone. <laughs> and then half the day's gone. And so I, like, I have other jobs. Like, yeah. I can't, that's not sustainable. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask, if, if she keeps scheduling me like that, I'm going to ask, hey, I'll do these three shifts. I know we need an opener for them, but please don't schedule me past that. Sounds fair. I, I think so. Yeah. But I did just, I have to wait a second because I did just bail on them for two shifts next week Whoops. because I was supposed to go to Sierra's wedding. Maybe, hopefully they don't listen to this. Because you're going early. Two of my coworkers are ish Well, I was supposed to go on Thursday for Sierra's wedding. Yeah. Then, I yesterday, I spontaneously changed my first flight from Thursday to Monday 
and to New York instead of Virginia. And I'm going to New York to see the Renee Rapp concert. <gasps> so fun! And I'm so jealous. I'm so excited. Oh, that is so fun. I said to this long voice member, it was like, what if I came to New York what on if? Monday, we saw Renee Rapp, we hung out on Halloween, and then I go ride the train from New York to Virginia, and it was like this whole thing. And she responded back just laughing at me, and she was like, Renzi, this entire three-minute voice memo was you convincing yourself. She was like, I'm doing no <laughs> extra work. You're coming to me. And I was like, well, you have to buy a ticket. And she was like, I would probably do that anyway. Yeah. That's so, <laughs> so fun. I'm, I'm really so jealous. I'm pissed um, that And I then on Thursday, I'm going to take a train from New York to Virginia. How long is that train ride? Seven hours. Oof. Yeah. It's a long train ride. It is. But, but my flight, it was, it's still shorter than my travel to Virginia because I was going to have a layover. Mm. And then I have to ride the tiny planes that really just give me anxiety. Mm-hmm. I hate those tiny planes. I still have one. Now when I leave Virginia, I'll have sure. to take it to Charlotte and then Charlotte to LA. But on the way there, I go straight shot to New York. Hell yeah. Nice. That's um, so fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, so, I'm so jealous you're seeing Renee. So right. I was supposed to work Tuesday and Wednesday before I left on Thursday. And now I'm not working Tuesday. Amazing. I I did I told my manager that it's because my flight got canceled, which is not a lie. They did cancel I my flight it. and then try to <laughs> put kidding. me on a new. Well, no, they did cancel it and they tried to put me on a new flight. And the new flight was was gonna get me there at a much incorrect time. At a yeah. much incorrect time. Not at the right. Not when I needed to be there. Yeah, so yeah. I was gonna. Ha- I had the call anyway to move my flight. Then I had this idea and I was like, I'm gonna move what it. If? To New York. <laughs> Amazing. Well, that'll be so fun. And girl math. Girl math. Am I right? By extending an I existing trip, instead of math. making a whole new trip, I'm actually saving money. Yeah. And right? you get to see your friend and goes to a concert. You're. It, it feels like you're gaining more than you're losing, you know? <laughs> exactly. And I'm also, I'm 27 years old. When else am I going to be able to just drop everything yeah. seven days before and make a whole new plan? Not very often. Proud so. of you. YOLO, baby. YOLO. YOLO. Um, otherwise, my roommate's going to have a $3,000 water bill. <laughs> Stress. We did not do it. Um, we don't summer, know what's going on. They've been testing stuff all week. Our landlord texted us right before Kayla and I started recording and asked us to call her. So I'm just kind of panicking about that, but <laughs> that's his life. We'll keep you posted on that Yeah. Uh, the next episode. What's going on with you? Um, I chopped my hair off. So that's You did. Fun. It looks so cute. Thank you. I chopped like about eight or nine inches off. I, I thought about doing locks of love because I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but one, I thought it was 10 inches. And so if I did 10 inches, it would be like below my ear, like mm-hmm. Lord Farquaad. And I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And then my hair lady was like, actually, I think it's 12 now. And I was like, oh, oh so I really couldn't have done it unless I just shaved my head. Which I was not going to do, so. But yeah, this is the shortest my hair has been in a long time. But that's fun. Um, That's about it. Nothing really exciting is going on in my life. (laughs) I know, you finally slowed down. I did. Now now you've taken over. We've traded spots. So uh, we booked our flights for Christmas, though, so that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. We're going to go to Austin to see Megan and Dylan for a day. And then... See the cobs and then go to Houston with my family. Nice. Yeah. Big old Texas trip. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to book mine, but I just paid for I'm doing psychiatric service dog training for Penny for my anxiety, so I complied with her. Mm-hmm. So I'm I paid for that first. <laughs> yeah, we only booked our flight there. We have oh. not booked our flight back because the 
the flights back are not looking insane because we're trying to come back before new year's but now we're like maybe we'll just fly on new year's just cheaper and we don't have any plans Mm. because we're lame are you gonna be in texas for new year's probably not you're gonna be back here probably okay maybe we can do something (laughs) Uh, i'm going early for christmas for morgan's wedding another wedding yeah december 16th and I'm just going to stay through Christmas. So it'll probably be too long. That's a long time. If I stay through, look, 10 days. Yeah. And if I tried to stay through New Year's, it sounds like a lot. It is a lot. So probably going to be here on New Year's. Very exciting. Do something. Exciting things, people. Exciting, exciting things. Things. Um, we should probably get into yeah. our <laughs> recommendations because this movie is going to take us forever. I only have one recommendation. Okay. Because I haven't really started anything new. Uh, sure. James and I started the uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, new. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, like, you've watched all of it? No. And you've just seen previews for it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the s- same guy who did Honey and Hill House and everything. Um, it's his new new series, and we just started it. Um, it's pretty good. It has all. He does this thing where he uses all the same actors, so it's a bunch of the same actors from the other ones. Would nice. recommend. It's like creepy Halloween it's not scary. Like, James is, like, scared of the show because he saw Haunting at Hill House and that was kind of creepy. But, like, even that wasn't, like, scary. It was just, like, we like creepy. Like, it wasn't, yeah. like... Um, and this is not scary at all to me. Mm. There's a couple jump scares every now and then that James is like, God damn it! <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I saw, nice. saw 10. I don't remember if I said that last time. I don't think you did. You went and saw it by yourself? No. Haley came with me. Oh. Perfect. Yes. Uh, there was a seven-year-old girl in there with her parents. Oh, my God. And I wanted to be like, was excuse me. Yeah, it's very gory. It's like the most gory you could possibly get. Oh. Like, this girl had to saw off her thigh, like her leg, with like a like a barbed wire. Shit. Like, shit like that. Like... The girls seemed fine after, but I was like, I would be traumatized. Yeah. If I was seven, I saw that. So at first, me and Haley were like, are we in the right movie theater? <laughs> we were. We were in the right movie theater. Um, I have a couple, actually. Big Mouth Season 7. Oh. Started on Netflix. Um, Everything Now on Netflix. I Okay, I cannot find for the life of me when I was doing my notes where I saw this. But when I was picking it on Netflix, I saw a thing, like a, a description that said, it's like a British raunchier, never have I ever. Oh, okay. But I can't find where I found that now. So like I that description? I can't credit it. Yeah, like I don't know where I saw that. I'm sure it's on the app, but I looked on the app and now I don't see Maybe it. Maybe they changed it. Probably. Um, but then I saw reviews. So I know that it said it somewhere because then reviews are saying, I don't know why it says... It's like never have I ever. It's more like euphoria. Mm. I think it's probably a combination of the two. Yeah. It is raunchier. It talks about depression, um, eating disorders, stuff like that. So I think that's probably why they're getting the euphoria part. But it's a comedy. And euphoria is not really a comedy. No. It has some funny parts. Not but like all. it's not a comedy. Um, What's it called? Everything Now. Everything Now. Mm-hmm. I have not seen anything about that. Um... And then I saw the Taylor Swift Eras tour. Nice. In the movie theaters. Yes, I want to see it. Uh, it was, we're going to go. We're going to go to a happy hour and then we're going to see it. When? Don't know. When you get back. We'll when stop. Get back. Yeah. 
Um, I saw Bottoms in theaters. Oh, I heard that was good. It was funny. Yeah. It's very stupid It's comedy. been in theaters for a while now, hasn't it? Well, now it's not in theaters anymore. Oh, okay. I was but yeah, say, and even like then it was ago. only in like LA and New York. It was not really in like, like yeah, Sp- yeah. when Spencer was here, we went and saw it because he had been really wanting to see it, but it wasn't playing in Michigan anywhere. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I think you can get it on streaming now. Um, and then my last recommendation is not new, but I just saw it for the first time. Practical Magic. Never heard of it. You can watch it on Hulu. It's Sandra Bullock and oh. is it, is it Nicole new? Kidman. It's new? No. Oh, it's old. Very. Oh, is, like, it a, is it a movie? Th- yeah. Oh, okay. It's the one about them being witches? Yeah. Okay. I and know that movie. I know that movie, but I've, I've never seen it. You can watch it on Hulu. Um, I think it's more of a nostalgia thing because yeah. Riley and Spencer were like, you have to watch this. You would really like it. Blah, blah, blah. So we watched it. And it was like made in the And 90s. Julia and I had never seen it. And we were like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it's great because it's Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Yeah. But like, we were like, what is even happening? The plot. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. The plot is all over the place. Like, you're like, how did you even get I should there? watch that because it's Halloween. It, yeah, it's very Halloween-y. Um, while we're in, reaching the end of October, you should watch it. It's a fun watch, but like, just go in knowing that like you're like, what the fuck is happening? It's a 90s movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, so you can't really go wrong. Yeah, love those two. Um, and that is all of my recommendations. All right. Should we jump right in? <laughs> we should. Let's okay, do it. Okay, this episode is on the new movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, um, which is in theaters. Synopsis is, which is, this synopsis was like, it, it's way more than this, but this was the synopsis that's online. When oil is discovered in 1920s Oklahoma under Osage Nation land, the Osage people are murdered one by one until the FBI steps in to unravel the mystery. I was like, mm, that's like, like very one eighth of the movie. Uh, it is based on David Grant's book, Killers of the Flower Moon. It is starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Lily Gladstone, directed by Martin Scorsese. Screenplay by Martin Scorsese, Eric Roth, who did Dune, Forrest Gump, and The Curious Case, case of Benjamin Button, and David Gran, who did Lost City of Z and The Old Man and the Gun. So fair warning, this movie is three and a half hours long. At 206 minutes, it's the second longest Scorsese film, followed by, closely by The Irishman, which was 209 minutes. So it's a long one. Yeah. It, um, yeah. Uh, Okay, so before I get into my opinion of it, I want to say that this is based on a true story. So the story itself is fascinating, and it's good to tell. It's good for us to all know um, and I enjoyed the unfolding of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it was fine for me. It is painfully, painfully slow. Okay. Until the last hour and a half. And then it goes way too I, fast. I, well, I was about to say, the beginning is, they they speed through a bunch of stuff. Like them meeting um, them getting married, them having babies, like it just is sped through so fast. And then the, the, the latter end of the movie is just like dragged on. And I, I really, after I got, we got out of it, James and I were talking about it. I think this would have been such a good TV series. I said that too. I said HBO so, short series, seven episodes. It would have been would have so good. So I would have loved it. As a three and a half hour movie, I honestly hated it. I know. I was it, like, I would rather be 
I have a confession. I okay. First, my brain's going a million miles. Yeah, yeah. First thing, I would rather be in a sci-fi movie all day, every day. And I was thinking that, and I was laughing because on you guys know, Kayla and I talk about on this <laughs> podcast all the time. We're not huge sci-fi fans. Yeah. Like we recognize it as an art form. We recognize that there's like a huge fan base for it. It's just not really us. Yeah. But I was like, I would rather watch Dune right now. <laughs> See, I, I wouldn't have rather watched Dune than this. this. I like this this better. But it just was, it was exactly what you think it's going to be, one, the story, which is fine. But it just, it they, like I said before, they sped through the beginning, which they should have, they shouldn't have done. Because then I was confused. They all of a sudden had three kids. And I was like, when did she have his babies? Like, it was just like, yeah, super rushed. And I feel like they should have, uh you know, shown us the, the evolution of their relationship a little bit more. Um, and then the last part was when they just announced, too long. And it, it yeah. When like, they announced that she was pregnant, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, is this her first baby? Are the other, and then I was like, did I miss something? Are the first two kids her sister's kids? Like yeah, that it, her sister got killed and now they're raising their, like, I was like, I, and then, and then whoever character it was, was like, they're having another baby. I was like, oh, so the other two kids are their kids. Yeah. It was it, just like, the screenplay is not No, it's not just not great. It could oh, and, and now when I said it, it would be a great TV show, Martin Scorsese and Leo don't do TV shows, so it makes sense, like, they didn't want to do that, but like, oh, but like just, it would have been, it would have been so it's, much better. It's a great, it would have been a great HBO. Yeah, thousand percent. Many series. Thousand percent. Um, I do have a confession you guys movies I used to not even like movies because I just don't like sitting anywhere for that long I have I don't know I just can't I can't it stresses me out so I knew I was supposed to go see this movie three times I was supposed to go see it on (laughs) Thursday when it came out for Riley's birthday and then I ditched her to sleep because again 4 a.m. shifts then I was supposed to go see Kaylin and James. And then Kaylin told me it was at 7, but actually it was at 7.30. And I said, I'm also not doing that. It's three and a half hours. You're going to get out at like fucking midnight. Mm-hmm. And then I finally went and saw it on Sunday. I I kept being like, I'm going to go to the noon showtime. And then I didn't make it there. I was like 3 p.m. <laughs> and I didn't make it. Four, I was like, Ramsey, you have to go right now. So I finally went. And two hours in, I was like, I'm not having fun. I'm cold because I was freezing in the Those movie theater. theaters are fucking freezing. Um, and I'm usually prepared, but that time I just like, I was literally in a ball in my shirt on the seats and I was like, I can't do this anymore. It was two hours in. I was like, I'm so bored. Um, and I went out in the movie theater. I called my friend who can illegally pirate movies on this particular app. (laughs) And I said, can you do me a favor? Oh my God. And go see if this movie is on there. And they said it is. But it looks like it was just done from someone's phone. And I said, That's fine. do me a favor. Can you download it? And if it's good enough quality that I can go home. Because I was like, at this point, I know the acting. I know the quality of the film. Like, I I, I just literally need to know the plot and see how it, how it yeah. plays out. The end of the film. Um, and they were like, the quality seems like good enough that you can go home and watch the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And I said, thank God. So I didn't finish it that day. I went home, I watched Big Brother, and I went to sleep. <laughs> oh and then, <laughs> and then yesterday night, I finished the movie. And wow. honestly, I was much less mad finishing the last hour by my in my house, in my bed, yeah. than I would have been if I had stayed at the movie theater for another hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, it's, uh, then that, I, that's literally <laughs> what I told them on the phone when I called them, is they were like, is it not good? And I was like, 
literally everything about this film except for the screenplay is brilliant. It's, it's great. beautiful. Yeah. The acting's the incredible. Like, amazing. Yeah. It's so good. But I was like, but it's so boring and so slow. And I'm dying. If this was I'm an dying. HBO show, I would love it. Oh, it would be so good as a show. Man. Um, yeah. This, speaking of the acting, Leo was obviously great. He's He can never do no wrong in my eyes. No. Uh, Robert De Niro for me was Robert De Niro. Everybody had a southern accent except him. Yeah. Like, he was just Robert De Niro. Also, his character actually in real life, like when this was happening, was like, Mm, 50 and Robert De Niro's like 80 <laughs> yeah the character um, when the murder started was 45 yeah like at, I don't know so Robert De Niro was Robert De Niro and then I had never seen Lily Gladstone in anything else um she was very steady and monotone for me which I was like okay maybe that's a character choice but then I watch interviews of her and she's like that in real life so I was like mm, maybe not maybe I don't, I don't know so she was just fine well, her character is described as, like, easy to like, which if I, like, met her character out, I wouldn't, she w- wouldn't, like, draw my attention right away. I don't know. So she was, like, fine for me. Yeah. Um, they didn't even have her read. I know. Right. They met her and were like, she's perfect. She's perfect, which is amazing, um, like, for her. Like, yeah. That's great. But, but, I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think she was very monotone. And I also was like, maybe it's a character choice. But, yeah. I mean, she was... She was good. She was fine. She was yeah. good. I mean, it, I wasn't, like, super impressed. But yeah. um, also, this is the seventh collaboration between mm-hmm. Scorsese and Leo. Um, and the 11th collaboration between Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. Although, this is the fourth time De Niro and DiCaprio have worked, have appeared in the same film. However, this is the first time that Martin Scorsese... Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio will all have collaborated together on a feature film. Nice. So a lot of little yeah. triangles, but a lot of things, a lot of things. We finally came full circle. So f- I'm going to start at the beginning of the movie. So for me, at the beginning of the movie, um, you get a sense that Robert De Niro is trying to convince Leonardo DiCaprio's character to marry Lily because that way, when she dies, her land and oil money goes to him and his family, right? So in the first half of the movie, I was a little confused on whether Leonardo DiCaprio knew what was going on or if he was just kind of like kind of airheady because like they don't really say and they don't really show him like, you know, right. uh, Talking to Robert De Niro about Robert De Niro just is always like, hey, maybe you should try and date this girl. And Mm -hmm. then he's Robert or, or Leo's like, okay, sure. And then they end up getting together, like all this stuff. So for like halfway through the movie, I'm like, does he know what's going on? Does he know what his uncle is doing? Or is he just like, like, is he just doing, is he just living his life, right? And then they show him beating up one of the guys that Lily's character hired as a private investigator to try to figure out who murdered her sisters. So they show Leo beating that guy up. So then you're like, okay, he does kind of know what's going on, whatever. So in an interview with Leonardo DiCaprio, I, he said that they wrote, multiple different scripts for this movie. Okay. And one of the scripts, they show you earlier on that Leonardo DiCaprio's character knows what's going on. He was like, sure. we didn't know if we wanted the audience to know right away or if we wanted it to be a mystery. And I was like, oh, okay. So they did it on purpose. So that made me feel a little bit better because I was like, are we supposed to know that he knows? Like, it was just like kind of confusing. 
Um, but knowing that, you know, they kind of played with that idea a little bit makes it a little bit better. But I'm honestly still confused. Did he know everything? I think that he did. Because I know he knew some stuff, but even in court they asked if the whole plan was for him specifically to marry Lily. And I he think said, he, no, I fell in love with her. I know. Her. I think he actually fell in love with her, but I think he also... But did, So then did he know that the medicine that she was taking was poison? I think that he did, right? Because at the end she said, what was in my medicine? And he just looked at her and didn't say anything. And then she, and then she just left. So I think he knew. I don't, I don't think he was point, killing, he, he didn't think he was killing her, but he knew it was not making her better. I don't know if he knew exactly what was in it, but. Well, I was confused about that, but then, but then he put some of it in his whiskey. Right. And so then, then I was like, it. are you trying to kill yourself? I think he was trying to see, no, because he just put a little bit in, so I feel like at that point he was just trying to figure out what, if it would do anything to him. But then they never brought that back. Like, no. they never showed him getting sick or anything, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> He was just drunk. And then I was also, when he was drunk and his brother was like, I need to take Anna now. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, oh, he definitely knows what he means by like, take Anna now. Yeah. I mean, kill her. Right. Because he was like giving him the look. But then he went to the wife and like acted, like I was just so confused. Also, did he set the bomb (laughs) out of the other sister's house? No, I don't think so. I think that was Robert De Niro and his guys. I don't think he actually did. Uh, maybe maybe he did, but I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I mean, that's also... So, that is a testament to how fucking good Leonardo DiCaprio is. Also, because he really did make me love the character. I know. And love that he loved Lily, even though I was like, he definitely he knows. has he some know. he knows. thing yeah. going on. Um, and actually... Leonardo DiCaprio was initially supposed to play the FBI agent, Tom White, who investigates the murders. Which is silly. But then when Scorsese changed the script to be more focused on Molly and Ernest's relationship, then he switched to um, Leo to playing... um, Leo to playing Ernest. Ernest, um, So that he could pull off the love story, which he fucking did. When they said that at the end, when they were like, Oh yeah, he uh, when Lily divorced Ernest, I was like, she divorced him. Of course, she did. <laughs> like, of course she did. He was fucking poisoning her. But like, I was like, did he actually know? I don't know. Yeah. On the stand, he was like, no, I fell in love with her. But like, does he know that his wife was trying to be killed? I yeah. If he I'm really did sure. fall in love with her, I don't. So I also to James after we were talking about this kind of, and I was like, it's kind of like interesting because like he's the villain, but like not really. He like kind of is because he like knows what's going on, but he. But he's the main character, and you still like him. Like, you don't dislike him. Yeah. Oh, it's just annoying. And then fucking in the court scene, Brendan Fraser standing up and yelling, our whole theater started clapping. Because nobody <laughs> expected it. <laughs> I mean, I had no idea he was in it. We started laughing. Um, but, spoiler alert, Brendan Fraser is in the end. <laughs> but, A little cameo. Yeah. Um, so this film... Cost $200 million to make, which is the most expensive biographical film ever made, surpassing Scorsese's own The Irishman, which cost $159 million. Yep. It's the, also the most expensive rated R film ever made, surpassing The Matrix at $190 million. That is so much fucking money. <laughs> yep. So much money. Can you imagine no. having $200 million oh to make gosh. a film? And they did actually work with, like, um, you know, people who actually... Were tribesmen. Yeah, they worked with those. Dudes. Which is 
good. Obviously, they needed to do that. If they didn't do that, they would have been fucking idiots. I had no idea what this film was going in. I mean, yeah, you, like, kind of know what it's about, but, like... Oh, I I didn't know anything. Oh, okay. You literally said, what if we do this one? It has Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. I said, okay. That's the... That is literally (laughs) She texted me a week later and said, bro, this movie is three and a half hours long. That was right before I called... I called my friend um, to to illegally pirate for me. Because uh, <laughs> uh. I texted Galen and I was like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Oh, before that. In theater, I also texted her. Um, anyway, so I was excited when I was like, oh, this is about a Native American tribe, like mm-hmm. true story. Because my family, if you don't know, is Cherokee Indian, which is not the same. But... Oklahoma and Native American tribe. Um, and let me tell you, that still didn't get me through the movie. <laughs> Look, it's not. I would still recommend seeing it because, like, the story itself is great. And it's Leo. He's he's entertaining to watch. It's just really long, very slow. So just don't be, see it in theaters. Wait for be it to come out. Be prepared for that. Also, I would just say, I don't think we can call this movie. A movie I think you have to call it a film because it is cinematically incredible but the entertainment value I just don't think is really there <sighs> <sighs> oh I'm just so they should if they just would have made it a tv series oh how did you feel about the ending so in the ending they like basically I feel like it was like a cop-out they basically just read off they pretended it was a staged reading and they were reading, like, everything that happened to Ernest and then Lily and then blah, 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 blah. And then Martin Scorsese comes on screen and reads what happened to Lily when she died. And then it ended. And yeah. I was like, this is why it should have been a film because or a TV series because you just, like, rushed through all of that stuff. And you read it like it was a staged reading? I didn't like it. Also, I was like, wait a second. Because... Then James was like, was it supposed to be a show? Or was it, like, actually supposed to be real then? And I was like, well, it's obviously a true story, so it's real. But, like, right? they were doing this. Ugh, I don't I, know. And this is a big pet peeve I have in theatrical directing, too. I'm not going to pretend like I know how to direct film because I don't. But in theatrical directing, I get really mad when people don't follow through with anything. Like, if you are going to say that it's a staged reading, you should have put something in the beginning I don't care what it is. I like don't if care it, if, if Lily it's like, was narrating and then Lily was the one reading her her. Yes, there needs to be her, some uh, connection. You can't introduce, <laughs> in my opinion, I think it's so stupid when people do this. You can't introduce an entirely new concept in the last ten minutes of anything. Yeah, you need to have followed through. You need to put Easter eggs in the beginning, even if they're not noticeable. Even just mi- something. Something. There needs to be something that's like that's kind of weird, and then you get to the end and you're like, oh, I see what they were doing. They there was none of that. It literally went to the end, and it was like this is a stage reading now, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And this happened. And, and I was this like, happened, did I miss happened. something? Yeah. And I went. I because I had the pirate. <laughs> I went back and there's not like there's no indication at the beginning no, that that is possibly a stage reading yeah uh, and that's why I agree rushed. I think it's a cop out because if it was planned you would have put little mm-hmm. there would have been like something throughout the middle that was like randomly even when it was like there was clips of the real Osage right 
that, yeah. that would happen. Uh-huh. Even if there was like one little narrated dialogue when that was going on, then I could be like, oh, you put some yeah, yeah, sort like, of some effort into matching the end with what's going on. Yeah. In the- no, nothing. There is nothing in that film that indicates that that's where we're going. It's very ironic that we're it. like, parts of this movie were so rushed, even though this movie was three and a half hours long. Like, something's wrong <laughs> if you're rushing through to get through this story on certain parts and it's still three and a half hours long. Show to been achieve your And I think it's because they decided to focus more on Molly and Ernest's relationship. But like, there was just so much of it that like, even people who love Martin Scorsese, I've talked to a couple people who like are obsessed with this, this type of movie and they honestly loved the movie. And I was like, but please tell me if you genuinely think it needed to be three and a half hours long. Yeah. Because if you tell me yes, I'm going to tell you you're a liar. Three and a half hours Either long. shorter or it needed to be a TV series. <laughs> See, it should have been a fucking TV series. <laughs> if I'm you guys can't tell, though. we really want this to be a TV series. I would have liked it so I too, much yeah. more. It would have been way, way better and more intricate and more... Thought through. Thought through. The characters' relationships would have been more explained and we would have had more like connections with them, I feel like. Anyway. Also, <laughs> Riley told me before she when she saw it, and I was supposed to go with her, and I didn't. She was like, "You, the ending is so good. Like you're never gonna know whatever." No. I was like, "Bitch!" From the very first time he was on the screen, I knew who did it. Like, at, that's not even the point of the movie. Yeah, but that's also why it's like, why are why is it three and a half hours long? If from the very first time you see him, you know it's Robert De Niro. Like you, you just know why. Why did we take three and a half hours for you to explain how he did it? It's not like you don't need that element of like explaining to me who did it. I already fucking know. TV series. It should have been a TV series. I know. Missed opportunity, man. Missed opportunity. Or at least, at least a two-part movie. Yeah, part one, part two. Exactly. That would have been better as well. That way, Leo could have still still done it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But three and a half hour movie is... So silly, I could cry. I don't. Yeah, I did was, cry. Also, fun fact: this didn't happen in Ramsey's theater, but in our theater, James and I got there early because I always, I get everywhere early, and I also like to be there for the previews. So we probably got in our seats. Our movie started at seven thirty, right? So usually that means starts at seven thirty. There's like twenty thirty minutes of previews, and it really actually starts at eight. So we sat down at like seven fifteen, and the tr- previews were already playing. Like it wasn't like fucking Maria Menounos. New V, all that kind of stuff. It was trailers. The lights were still on, but trailers were playing. And I like looked around and I was like, why are there trailers playing right now? And James was like, oh, I didn't even realize. And then trailers just kept playing. And then at exactly 7.30, the lights went on. Nicole Kidman came on the screen and the movie started. We were like, oh. So they actually started at 7.30. And I was like, oh, I guess they just did that because it's super long. So I texted Ramsey and I was like, just so you know, this happened to us. So if you wanted to get there late, don't. <laughs> But then it didn't happen for you. It didn't happen for me. I, don't I know. did. Weird. I did heed Caitlin's warning, even though like part of me was like, I don't think that that's gonna happen. I don't, I don't wonder if it's because that. since y'all were at seven thirty, because what time did you get out? Probably like eleven thirty. I think the movie theater closes at twelve. Okay. So, so I'm wondering if it's because of how late your movie was. Maybe if they were know. trying to get you out there, but like. Mine started at 6 by the time I finally got myself to the theater. <laughs> so I actually showed up at 6, partly thinking, like, I don't think it's going to start right at 6. But 
I went and there were still 30 minutes of previews. And so my movie didn't start till 6.30, which did add to the anxiety. Because by the time I left and called this certain person, <laughs> I had been in the theater for two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. And had no, no sight of the end at uh-huh. that time. Should we like when I way? left, <laughs> when I left is when they, uh, Leo, Robert, and they took that one guy to the bar to like incriminate him. You know what I'm talking about? And they're all wearing cowboy hats. I got to think about it. Um, right after the baby's baptism. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That's still like, you still have half of this three and a half hour movie. I was about to say, that's like, right. Middle movie. (laughs) And by that time, I had already been there for two hours and 45 minutes. So I was like, my anxiety could never. I I had to, I like had to leave. And then when I was on the phone, they were like, "We can just feel your energy through this phone." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm kind of having a panic attack. I'm not gonna like, lie. I, I was like, I need I to need leave to right now." And then what to make it worse? The movie theater that was right next to me was Taylor Swift Eras tour, and their door was open, so I could just hear them. And I was like, "They're having so much more fun than I am." <laughs> oh man. <sighs> Ratings corner. Ratings corner. Ratings corner. Scooby and Six. 6.5. Again, story itself was great. I'm glad it got told. It just, just should have been done. The actual then. dialogue and like the time, the jumping of timelines did not. It was, My biggest thing it, is that it's just in the wrong medium. It should yeah, have been a TV show. Yeah. Um, talent. 7.5. Nine. Nice. Direction. 6.5. 6.5? Yeah. I guess because of the speed? Yeah. I give it an 8. Uh, editing and effects? 7.5. 8. I thought, I overall, I thought this movie was incredible. I just thought it was boring. Yeah, it was just slow. Uh, overall score? 6.8. 6. 6.8? 8. Mm-hmm. 8.5. Your scores are kind of low. I know. <laughs> Uh, I gave it an 8.5, which also like this, you might be confused because in the last 30 minutes, I've just been talking about how I did not enjoy the movie and how I left early. But, and this is maybe what's Rotten Tomatoes has wrong. It's just because I don't like the movie does not mean it's not a good movie. It just means I personally would rather watch a movie that probably on Rotten Tomatoes is rated like rather a 30%. Watch now. I don't want to watch <laughs> But, Would like, I gave it a pretty high rating despite the fact that I will never watch this movie again. Yeah, that's that you, why I gave it low because I'm like, I, the story, again, was great and the Leo was great, but everything else was just slow and just, I mean, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, Kaylin I gave it a low. is by far the worst rating we're about to hear. Oh, a thousand Rotten percent. Tomatoes gave it a 92. Oh I think that's high. For this I think it's because it's I mean, Leo and Scorsese. Everyone's I mean, like, ah. It was good. It was good. Rod Tomatoes audience gave it an 85, which is more in track with what, actually, it is exactly what I gave it. Um, INDB gave it an 8.2, also in line, and Metacritic gave it an 89. Like, everybody's in the 80s, and I would agree with that, except that I want to watch it at my house on a TV series and watch it. I would rather watch it for seven hours, one hour at a time, than watch three and a half hours in one sitting where half of it is slow as fuck, and the other half is so fast you don't know what's going on. I just, I, it bothered me. 
Good luck seeing this. Place. And the movie theater popcorn didn't even make it better. No, <laughs> devastating. Which for me is saying a lot because I love movie theater popcorn, but I was still so sad I was there. Um, <laughs> the fact that you were sad that you were watching this movie and you still gave it in like an eighty-five. <laughs> exactly because I'm doing my job as a critic and critiquing the art itself, not putting in my biased Im- opinion. Fucking Rotten Tomatoes critics. This is why, you guys, we need you to get all of your fake email accounts. Get your that you, I know you do streaming services AOL. with. Those, all of those free trial emails you have, go get all of those and rate us on Apple Podcasts so that way we can apply in March. March. It's coming up. Well, not on Spotify. We need you to rate us on Apple Podcasts. And we need 200 by March. So we can apply to be Rotten Tomatoes sponsored because we're doing a better job out here than they are. And listen, listen. you might say, well, Ramsey and Kaylin, you guys are shitting on them. They're not going to want... No, that's not true. One of their podcasts right now is literally called Rotten Tomatoes is Wrong. <laughs> they are... I'll give them this. They, they are open for criticism and we are here to critique them. So... <laughs> and we would gladly do it. <laughs> Please rate us. <laughs> Um, we might be doing a Halloween episode, like a throwback Halloween episode. Yeah. Uh, if we do an episode next week, it'll be throwback. Ramsey's leaving though. Throwback Tuesday, actually. On Halloween. But I'm leaving, uh, and Kaylin's family is in town this weekend. So, honestly, you will know as soon as we know. (laughs) Um. And then you'll also know the rest of the schedule later too because we don't we know. don't know it we're doing <laughs> we, really good you guys but we, we are back we have ideas on like what we're gonna do we just need to figure out scheduling yeah so until next time let us know what you thought about this movie because i would love to know rate us on apple podcasts we'll and see. let us know what you thought about this movie <laughs> but if you don't let us know for three months then that's okay because that means you waited it for it to leave theaters and you took our advice that's all for now folks <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Cheers. (laughs)